going forward. In the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let it drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, we the wolves done. Who can fuck with De Niro? I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy, I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf, till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver Don, out of the top shot of the top spot, final boss you cross, that's when your ride stop. Well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, episode 287. We are on the rise and on the climb to episode 300. We're almost there. We're getting very close, and I cannot wait because episode 300 is going to be Quite an exciting, exciting episode with a very special surprise. And also, you know, it, it's quite the accomplishment. And I just want to say I wouldn't be here without you guys. So thank you so much, all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers, all my Circle of Debaters, and all my Bloodliners with the one-liners. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Throw your ones up in the air for the Bloodline and hit that subscribe button right now for the Bloodline Entertainment Network and I'm the Circle of Debate. Also, make sure you follow on all the social medias for Circle Debate and all the social medias for the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And then go on Instagram and follow Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Also go on Twitter and follow W underscore DeLorean Pod. You might hear that my voice is kind of fucked up right now. I am sick as a motherfucking dog. You know, I was off for a lot of last week and I appreciate everyone's patience. Thank you so much for, you know all the well wishes and thank you so much for being here. You know what I mean? You guys constantly give me chance after chance and you guys constantly are allowing me to take the time off that I need when I need it. So I really appreciate all my wrestling DeLorean passengers without you. There is no me. So thank you so much from the bottom of my fucking heart. I love you guys so much. Also, I want to give a big shout out to my sponsors at Manscaped.com, you know the drill, 20% off site-wide, promo code DeLorean, capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N. Make sure you go on Manscaped.com and make sure you cop all your male grooming needs from the weed whacker to the lawnmower, the ball deodorant, the best boxes in the motherfucking world. You could get it all at Manscaped.com and while you're there, put in the promo code DeLorean. Once again, that's capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N. Let's see who's in the chat. We already got the chat blowing up. Shout out to the broadcast. I appreciate you guys for being here. Thank you so much. Yo, shout out to Australia. You know what I mean? Broadcast set in Australia. I appreciate you guys. But I was seeing that my numbers in Australia has also been rising. So thank you to the whole continent of Australia. You guys are fucking awesome. Shout out to Justin. Thank you so much for being here, homie. Throw your ones up for Justin. Throw your ones up for the broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today to talk about episode... April episode from that 
fucking sick. Bear with me. I'm I'm gonna get it. We're here to talk about Raw is War from April 30th, 2001. It is the fallout of Backlash 2001. We talked all about Backlash last week and how all the titles were on the line for the Brothers of Destruction versus the two-man power trip. And we had a hellacious matchup between those two teams. And coming out of Backlash, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H are now... Holders of all the gold because Triple H and Stone Cold are not only IC champion and World Heavyweight champion, but they are now the tag team champions. So we're going to see how this plays out on this episode of Raw is War. First, big shout out to my homie Dom from Top Rope Wrestling Talk, my bloodline brother. Thank you so much for being here, bro. Good to see me back. I appreciate you, man. I can't wait to get you back on the show. You know what I mean? Hopefully we make it happen soon because, you know, I love working with the South Philly Psycho. Everybody, strapping your seatbelt. We're about to go back in time to 2001, April 30th, 2001, for Raw is War. Let's let's make this shit happen right now. Yes, sir. April 30th, 2001, Monday Night Raw. The fallout from Backlash. Absolutely an amazing, amazing pay-per-view. Like I said, probably one of the most underrated pay-per-views in WWF history. So many amazing matches. So many good stipulations. Uh, Matches like the 30-minute ultimate submission match between Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. Matches like the three-way European triple threat matchup between Eddie Guerrero, Edge, and Matt Hardy. Matches like Shane McMahon versus Big Show Last Man Standing. Matches that were entertaining like the Queen of of the Duchess of Queensberry rules matchup between Chris Jericho and William Regal. And then like I just talked about, the hellacious tag matchup in the main event between the Brothers of Destruction and the two-man power trip. Amazing, amazing pay-per-view, but we are here to talk about the fallout one night later, just 24 hours later in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Raw is War is live. Dom says, no better team in the game than the Impact players of podcasting. We definitely got to do something soon. Most definitely, bro. We're going to make it happen, brother. So let's get into this episode. Let's get into Raw is War from April 30th, 2001. Like I said, live from Milwaukee, we are we're seeing a lot of the fallout of backlash to start out the show, and it is announced that Stone Cold Steve Austin will be putting his title on the line, the WWF title on the line in the main event against the very injured Kane, Kane who has a torn bicep. You know, if you guys remember from Hell in the Cell last year with Cody Rhodes's torn uh, torn pec and how purple it was and how fucking bruised up and nasty looking it was. That was basically Kane's bicep at the time. They show Kane backstage on the show getting his bicep wrapped up, and it is black and blue and purple and just fucking bruised up. Looks horrible. Stone Cold Steve Austin is set to defend his title because it's been almost 30 days since he defended his title. And in the WWE rulebook, it says that you must defend your title within a 30-day time period. So he is defending his title, but 
the little, the little, you know, caveat here is he chose to defend his title against a very injured wrestler, someone who is barely standing, and that is the Big Red Machine Kane. Raw starts out with Kurt Angle making his way to the ring. He says that Benoit is the biggest cheater on God's green earth. He says that he should have took the loss like a man because in the 30-minute ultimate submission matchup, it was tied 3-3, and he had him in the ankle lock, and just as the bell rang, just as the time expired, Chris Benoit tapped out. And he said since he is an Olympic gold medalist, he does not abide by WWF rules. He abide by Olympic rules. And the Olympic medal, well, the Olympic games say that if a matchup has to go into sudden death overtime, it starts right away. It says that, hey, once that time expires, the matchup continues until there's a victor. So going by Olympic rules, Chris Benoit's tapping out actually counted. Therefore, Kurt Angle is your winner of the ultimate submission matchup, not Chris Benoit. He said, but you know what? It's just a matchup. I'm going to let Benoit have that. It's good for his confidence because me, I don't need confidence because I have something that Chris Benoit does not have and will never have, and that is Olympic gold medals. Something that Chris Benoit or no one in the WWF has is the Olympic gold medals. No one is going to know that feeling of standing on that podium as the national anthem plays for your victory. This leads to Chris Benoit coming out. Kurt Angle cuts Chris Benoit off at the ramp and he says that, you know what? Like I said, you are not in my league. I said that before the pay-per-view. I'm saying it now. You cannot beat me in the ring. Chris Benoit comes into the ring, grabs Kurt Angle's mic out of his hands and says, Kurt is right. You are an Olympic gold legend. You're an Olympic gold medalist. You're an Olympic legend. You are a hero to America. But last night you were not the better man because last night you tapped out and you lost to the crippler Chris Benoit. Kurt Angle gets pissed off at this. He goes to swing at Benoit. Benoit gets uh, ducks under, hits three German suplex, rolling Germans onto uh, Kurt Angle, and then he goes for a fourth one and Germans Kurt Angle outside of the ring, leaving his gold medals in the ring. So Chris Benoit then takes the Olympic gold medals and leaves. Kurt Angle eventually wakes up from being knocked out, and he's looking for his gold medals. He's on the verge of tears because he wants his Olympic gold medals. He goes running backstage. He's looking around. He sees Michael Cole and Taz. Kurt Angle says, hey, Taz, where's Benoit? I want my medals. And Taz says, listen, brother, you better get out of my face. If you remember what happened in my debut, I also tapped you out. So you don't let that happen again. Kurt Angle says, if you know what's good for you, you'll tell me where Benoit is. You know what? You're just a worthless commentator now. You're not a professional wrestler anymore. Why am I even talking to you? He walks away, and then Taz tells Michael Cole, hey, I was going to tell him that Benoit already left the arena with those gold medals, but hey, let him go looking around. So really entertaining, really entertaining segment to open up Raw. I thought it was really cool, uh, especially the, the funny banter between Taz and Kurt Angle. Always love Taz. Taz is one of the most underrated talkers on the mic. I feel like Taz is fucking awesome. You know, a lot of a lot of people don't like Taz. I, I fucking love Taz, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I think it's because of the ECW fan in me, but whatever. Shout out to the Universal Podcast. Shout out to my bloodline brother, Nick. Thank you so much for being here. He's back. What's good, brother? Thank you so much. 
says Benoit is more than a cheat. Yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna go there, but he definitely is a lot more than a cheater. Shout out to the Tribal Chief, my bloodline brother, Devin. Thank you so much for being here, bro. Shout out to Clark Street Wrestling. Thank you so much for being here. Let's talk about the first matchup of the night because we're about to talk about in-ring action, and it is European Championship title action because Edge will be going up against the European champion, Matt Hardy. This was a really good matchup. Edge is accompanied by his brother, Christian. Matt Hardy is accompanied by his brother, Jeff. Um, like I said, go back and forth. You already know Edge and Matt Hardy. This is pre the, you know, the drama, but they always had good chemistry with each other. You already know coming out of the um, the TLC 1 and TLC 2 and even that triple threat ladder matchup that they had at uh, WrestleMania 2000. There's a lot of chemistry between Edge and Matt Hardy. This was a really good matchup. In the end, though, Chris, Christian and Jeff Hardy starts to fight on the outside. And Edge hits a spear onto Matt Hardy, going for the pin. Jeff Hardy throws Christian into the ring. Christian rolls over the ref, breaking up the pin, leading to Matt Hardy hitting a twist, a twist of fate onto Edge. One, two, three. Matt Hardy is still your European champion. And Edge did not see Christian get thrown in by Jeff Hardy. He thinks that Christian is just jealous that he got a title matchup and wanted to break up the pinfall. So now we have some dissension between Edge and Christian. Very interesting stuff there. I like this matchup. I thought it was good. Also, next matchup, we have Spike Dudley versus X-Pac. This is uh, continuing on from the Dudleys versus the X-Factor feud that we've seen in the month prior. And we, what I thought was going to be culminating at Backlash, it's still going on here. X-Pac and Spike Dudley. Not a long matchup. Very quick. One, two, three. For, ironically, the one, two, three kid. X-Pac gets the victory here over Spike Dudley. We then go backstage and we see a limo pull up and out of the limo comes out comes Stephanie McMahon who has her cheekbone absolutely bruised because if you remember at the Backlash pay-per-view she tries to interfere in the two-man power trip versus Brothers of Destruction title matchup and Kane hit Stephanie McMahon with a big boot leading her to get her face absolutely destroyed. So she's here and she says that tonight there will be ultimate revenge on Kane when Stone Cold Steve Austin takes him out once and for good. And also, since Test got in McMahon family business and helped Shane McMahon beat the big show, there's going to be some revenge on Test as well. There will be more about that later tonight. She said it's going to be the end of the Test and Stephanie McMahon saga once and for all. Like I said, we then go backstage and we see Kane wrapping up his disgusting arm that is just bruised and Battered, torn bicep, black and blue, absolutely nasty. Kane is in no shape to wrestle, let alone go for the world title tonight against Stone Cold Steve Austin, whose intensity and ruthless aggression is at a whole nother level at the moment. He's absolutely vicious. And right now, the Big Red Machine is just an ordinary man when it comes to stepping in the ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shout out to my homie Graydon from Bin Busters. Thank you so much for being here, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate you showing up, man. We then see Stephanie and Tess backstage. Tess is laughing about Stephanie's face and getting involved in the Big Show and Shane McMahon matchup. Stephanie tells Tess that tonight her man is going to put an end to Tess as he will go one-on-one -on -one tonight against the game Triple H. Really interesting matchup there. I can't wait to see that, especially if you go back a year and remember when Tess was supposed to marry Stephanie McMahon. 
And it was the game Triple H who crashed the wedding and hijacked Trip Stephanie and ends up marrying Stephanie. So this is a long-running feud. We never got the culmination of it. We get that tonight because it is Tess versus Triple H. We then see Crash Holly gambling backstage with the APA. He's getting very drunk and losing all his money to the APA, which pisses off Hardcore Holly, who finally is fi- he's looking for his cousin, finally finds him and is pissed off at the APA. He throws beer in Bradshaw's face, and he says tonight he wants a tag match, the Hollies versus the APA. Next, William Regal comes out. He's out here for commentary. He books a hardcore title matchup here tonight for Rhino versus Chris Jericho. Continuing the, the feud between Chris Jericho and William Regal, Rhino and Chris Jericho had a really good matchup. I would say a solid five to six minutes, a lot of good uh, weaponry. Hardcore action, you know. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of chair shots, a lot of um, what was it, trash can shots. In the end, Edge and Christian, who are still arguing with each other, they come out and help their buddy Rhino defeat Chris Jericho. This makes Chris Jericho absolutely snap. Chris Jericho throws William Regal in the ring. He just goes to town on William Regal with the steel chair. He is done playing games. He's not joking around. He's not here to fucking talk about the Duchess of Queensberry or piss in William Regal's tea. He's here to fuck William Regal up, and that's exactly what he did. He took the chair to him like a motherfucker. This basically was reminiscent of Stone Cold and Lita, the way that Chris Jericho was nailing William Regal with that chair. Absolutely vicious. Jericho's not playing around. Shout out to my bloodline brother, Tim King in the motherfucking house. Thank you so much for being here, bro. I appreciate you, homie. Next up, we have Triple H. Well, first, it is Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon come out to the ring. Vince McMahon grabs the mic, and he says that he is proud of the accomplishments of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H. He said that everybody wants to say that they are under the thumb of Vince McMahon, and they're just following everything that Vince McMahon says. But unlike the people of Milwaukee, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H are not followers. They're leaders. He says that it is because that they're leaders that they are now holders of not only the tag team champions, but the intercontinental champion and the WWF world heavyweight champion. He says that tonight Kane will have hell to pay for hurting his daughter, Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. He says that it's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, not in a wrestling match with Kane, but in a fight. And he's going to end the career of the big red machine tonight here on Monday night raw. He then says he wants everybody to play close, close attention and give their undivided attention to his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, as he gives her the mic. Of course, this leads to everybody booing, everybody chanting, you know, you suck, you suck. They're chanting asshole. This McMahon gets fed up. He's like, shut up and listen to my daughter speak. Stephanie McMahon grabs the mic and she says, it is now time. Without further ado, let's bring out your new tag team champions. Let's bring out Stone Cold Steve Austin and the game Triple H. Stone Cold and Triple H come out. They proceed to throw up all the titles. They're celebrating all the titles. Like I said, not only the IC champion, not only the WWF champion, but the tag team champions. They're they're here to bask in the glory. They they hold all the gold. They hold all the power. They're working with the boss. How much bigger and stronger can the two-man power trip get? Triple H grabs the mic. He says that tonight he's going to put an end to test. And Stone Cold's going to put an end to Kane. And then Vince McMahon says, that's right. And tonight also, 
And as he goes to talk, he's cut off. He's cut off by that old WrestleMania theme song. He is cut off by his former wife, Linda McMahon, who is in WWF New York. And she says, tonight, you know, she has big news. She's going to have her divorce lawyer meet Vince McMahon's divorce lawyer this Friday. But if Vince McMahon wants to halt the proceedings, you will follow this one demand. Tonight, Kane is in no he is in no shape to compete for that WWF champion and in no shape to compete against Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if you want to stop this divorce, if you want to halt the proceedings for the divorce, then tonight it won't be Kane versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Tonight it will be, and she channeled her inner Teddy Long here, tonight it will be Stone Cold Steve Austin going one-on-one -on -one with The Undertaker. And Stone Cold is pissed. This man says there's nothing he could do about it. Stone Cold is like, yo, you better shut this shit down. I'm going against Kane tonight. I'm not prepared to go against Taker. I'm prepared to go against Kane. Vince McMahon says, hey, there's nothing I could do about it. You have to go against Taker. I'm sorry. Backstage, Stone Cold, this is after the commercial break. We go backstage. Stone Cold is still pissed. He says, your divorce, McMahon, is now messing up my plans and is getting in the way of my title reign. So you better control your woman. Or there will be hell to pay on you. And if you don't want the old Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out and drop your sorry ass, then you're going to fix this. This McMahon says, I'm really sorry. There's nothing I could do. You just have to face The Undertaker tonight for that WWF champion. Stone Cold Steve Austin is forced to face The Undertaker for that WWF championship tonight. Before we get there, though, we have the... Tag match between the Hollies versus APA. Very entertaining stuff with Crash Holly being very drunk during the matchup. This is, uh, you know, for everybody who likes to shit on the Orange Cassidy character and, you know, all the comedy that AEW has and saying, oh, you wouldn't see this shit in WWF. Uh, go watch this shit. This is very, you know, Orange Cassidy-like for Crash Holly. In the end, APA pick up the victory when Bradshaw hits the clothesline from hell onto Hardcore Holly. Crash Holly is in no in no shape to compete tonight. Hardcore Holly's pissed. He drops Crash Holly with the Alabama slam. Dom says, sometimes I forget that Vince and Linda aren't divorced. Tonight is one of those times. <laughs> Next, we have a backstage interview where Lillian Garcia is interviewing The Undertaker, who is pumped and ready to go against Stone Cold Steve Austin tonight. And Undertaker cuts a hellacious promo. He says, Lillian, read my shirt. And on the shirt, it says, if you mess with me, I'll make you famous. He says, do you know what that means, Lillian? Tonight, Stone Cold's going to know what it means to be made famous. This is not about the WWF champion. The goal doesn't have to be on the line. This slogan means, if you mess with my family, I'm going to hurt you. And Stone Cold and Triple H took out his brother Kane. So now, he's going to hurt that boy. Beautiful promo. The crowd goes wild. I cannot wait. But first, we got to talk about the co-main event. It is Test versus Triple H. They're going one-on-one -on -one for the first time since the whole wedding debacle. And Triple H quickly gets DQ'd when he assaults Test with a chair shot uh, within seconds in the matchup. He then destroys Test on the outside, tossing him a guardrail to guardrail, tossing him into the steel steps. And then Triple H hits a powerbomb through the announce table. Test has to be stretched out. Triple H took out Test. 
I don't think Test is going to be getting in McMahon family business after this beating. We have a WWF Women's Championship matchup as Trish Stratus goes one-on-one against China. China just absolutely destroys Trish. Trish ends up being a WWF legend, but she's not at that point at this time in ring. China is just that much better than Trish. She destroys her within a couple seconds. China wins. Then China grabs the mic and says, you know, I have nothing but respect for my fellow divas, and I'm not going to want to continue to pin my fellow divas. So going forward, I think I'm just going to have to make them bend over and spank my fellow divas. Crowd loved this shit. Paul Heyman was like, yes, spank them, spank them. You fucking perv. Anyway, um, this leads to Lita coming out. Lita says that she has nothing but the utmost respect for China. China says she has respect for Lita. But if you want to come out, then come get your spanking. Lita says, hey, all jokes aside, I would be honored if you gave me an opportunity at that WWF Women's Champion. China says it will be an honor to face her. So hopefully in the coming future, we'll be getting China versus Lita. I think that that would be a really good matchup. I personally don't remember China ever facing Lita. So I'm really interested in that. But let's talk about the main event. The Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. Undertaker comes out, you know, keep rolling, 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 rolling. He comes out on the motorcycle. He's waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold's music hits, but no Stone Cold. You know, the, eventually after a couple minutes, we have a, after a couple minutes, we have cameras backstage and it shows that Stone Cold and Triple H are jumping the very injured Kane backstage. They're putting the beat down to him. Stone Cold's demolishing Kane with uh with the steel chair, nailing that already injured arm. Triple H is hitting Kane with the sledgehammer on the injured arm. Absolutely disgusting. Undertaker, he goes running to the back. He makes the save. He takes out Triple H with a hard chair shot. He takes out Austin. He throws his ass through the curtain. They start brawling all over the arena. They brawl into the crowd. They brawl on the outside. They're brawling all over ringside. And eventually Undertaker throws Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring for the Match to finally officially start after about 10 minutes of fighting all over. Matchup starts and is quickly thrown out when Triple H comes out with the sledgehammer and nails Undertaker with the sledgehammer right across the fucking eyes. He just hits him with the sledgehammer right in the head. Stone Cold crabs the chair. The match is thrown out, like I said. He starts wailing on Undertaker as Triple H continues to just pummel Undertaker with that fucking sledgehammer. Then the very injured Kane comes out. He's hobbling. He's here to save his brother, but it's to no avail because Undertaker and Kane are strong as a unit when they're, you know, 100%, but already laid out Undertaker and a very injured Kane is no match for 100% Stone Cold and 100% Triple H. Stone Cold nails Kane with a hard, hard chair shot. He then, Triple H then puts Kane's arm on the outside on the steel steps. Stone Cold hits him with the chair. He's just going to town on that arm. Undertaker goes to make the save again and gets nailed once again with the sledgehammer. And the show ends with the two-man power trip stacking the limp bodies of Undertaker and Kane on top of each other and both putting one foot each on the pile of dead wrestlers here because they put their foot on the chest of the dead man and on Kane just destroyed there as they raise once again all four belts that they have, the tag titles, the IC title, and the World Heavyweight Champion. The two-man power trip is still reigning supreme. Who is going to stop them? This is about the fifth week in a row where they are absolutely dominant and don't have any signs of slowing down. 
this was a very fun Raw. I got to say, you know, I, I say that for about every episode, but this is a very fun Raw. It's a very fun time period. I have not watched one of these Raws since I started the 2001 era and disliked it. This is such a great time period. And this Raw was awesome, especially with the fallout of what was an amazing pay-per-view. I really loved the uh, Edge versus Matt Hardy matchup. I really loved the funny segments with the Hollies and APA. I loved the segment with the two-man power trip and Linda. And that main event just continuing to build the dominance of Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. The cliffhanger of who is going to step up and who is going to be able to stop the two-man power trip. Amazing, amazing Raw. I'm giving it a strong 4.5 out of 5. Go out of your way to catch this one. Very good episode. I really recommend it. Dom says, if we had, if we only had a dollar for every time the two-man power trip hit somebody with a chair so hard, we cringed, we're cringed, we'd be balling. I, I, I agree that the chair shots have been not only nasty, but they've been on a continuous loop since the two-man power trip started their faction here. Devin says Stone Cold was straight goon to The Undertaker. Yo, Undertaker and Kane, two of the most dominant wrestlers in the WWF history, are just mere mortal men when they have to go against under, go against Stone Cold and Triple H. Stone Cold and Triple H are just absolutely dominating that whole roster. Thank you so much for everybody for being here. Like I said, I appreciate you guys bearing with me. I, I'm all fucked up right now. I'm fucking sick and it's just been a struggle. But thank you so much for... Being here, thank you so much for bearing with me, and thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I will be back here tomorrow with a new episode of the TNA uh, Rewinds. We'll be talking about the fallout from Bound for Glory 2006. I'm so excited to talk about that, and I will see you all tomorrow. So hit that subscribe button. Make sure you check out the Bloodline website. Make sure you hit the download button on the audios, and make sure you subscribe right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. I love you all. Stay safe, stay strong, stay positive. Throw that one up in the air. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace out.